This call is being recorded. Thank you, team, for, for jumping on the call today. I appreciate it more than you, you know. And as a reminder, my professional purpose is to help you, the broker, optimize your productivity and help you become the best version of yourself. Why? Because happy brokers sell more real estate. They just do. I mean, I can see it every single day. Just if you are in flow, you're selling more real estate. I do that by helping you handle challenges and opportunities that you face every day. And if you can effectively manage certain situations that arise on a daily basis and in your business, you'll be more productive and live a life that is the best version of you. And today, I want to reiterate how important it is to have a concrete deadline built, um, to have concrete deadlines built into your goal setting strategy. Now, after last week's Monday morning pep talk, one of one of your fellow agents texted me and said, you know, Jim, when you when you stated that a goal is a promise and not a wish, that really resonated with me. It's so true, right? When you you know, when you're when you really realize that a goal is a promise and not a wish, you've got the right mindset as it relates to, you know, goal setting. So it resonated with me when I when I read that for the first time in Keith Cunningham's book, The Road Less Stupid. Um, so what is the difference between goals that are wishes and those that are promises? Now, with a wish, a goal, a goal would be nice to have, right? I'd like to do 10 million in in sales or 20 million or 30 million in 2022. That would be a nice to have, right? A promise requires commitment, a commitment to a strategy that will move the needle. And in the last 13 years, um, soon to be 14 in February, I have been studying high performance and it does come down to commitment. It does come down to a daily drumbeat of execution, but you need a strategy that's going to move the needle. And, you know, many use a SMART, which is an acronym, goal setting strategy. And it stands for, you know, making sure that your goal is simple, it's measurable, it's achievable, it's realistic, and it's timely. So in this scenario, you might say to yourself, you know, as we roll here into the fourth quarter, I would like to build my top 100 database from 49 to 55 people between October 1, 2021 and December 31, 2021. Very specific, measurable, right? It's timely. It meets all of this smart goal strategy um, points. And in that goal statement was a length of time that I feel personally is the best approach based on my research and experience. Okay. And in my opinion, Quarterly goals are the best approach for one major reason. You increase the number of goal deadlines you have in any given year from one deadline to four deadlines. Okay. And, you know, this is no secret to those of you that have been following me on these Monday morning pep talks and these podcast episodes. You know, earlier this year, I talked about 
my ultimate productivity strategy, right? That was key to helping me lose 20 plus pounds during those first two quarters of the year. And I've kept it off, right? And it consisted of a creating a quarterly goal and and then what we called burning the ships, right? Which was a um, basically putting no, um, giving yourself no way out, giving yourself no way out of that goal, right? Um, so burn the ships basically says, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people, I'm gonna I'm going to put it out there, and I'm going to execute on it, and then after that, identify three to five things a day to execute on, execute on daily. Um, and then track it. Number four is gamify your goal setting. Track those three to five things every single day to make sure that you're getting them done. And when I wrote Deliver That Monday Morning Pep Talk, I had yet to read the 12-week year for Brian Moran. What's so interesting is that book was written in 2013, and it was recommended to me um, at absolutely the perfect time, a time where I was looking for validation surrounding, you know, my level of conviction to switch to that quarterly goal setting system. Now, if you haven't read this book, The 12 Week Year by Brian Moran, download it and start listening to it immediately. I've told people in the last two weeks, if you want to understand me, you've got to, in my strategy, you've got to, there's about five books and one of those is going to be the 12 week year. You, if you read that book and you listen to my podcast, you're going to have a really good idea of what it is that you need to do to grow your business consistently. Okay. Now, um, I, uh, you know, like I said, if you haven't read it, read it, do it. And, um, I'm wrapping up Q3 this week. And, and, um, and if you are moving to this suggested quarterly system for goal setting, you need to identify this week your focus for Q4. Put leverage on yourself. Identify those three to five things that you're going to do each day and commit to a tracking method. It's a simple but incredibly effective strategy. Now, I endorse this approach because I, I know that I personally execute better, much better to goals when the deadline is approaching rapidly. You can see it when you travel. You know, again, it's so nice that I'm in a position where I, where I know that people's travel plans are coming up and I see them execute right before they go on a trip, you know, and many of them get a month of work done before they leave. You know, they start making the calls, they plan, they create checklists, and they power through their to-dos. And like magic, that agent will say, the phone started to ring, right? The phone started to ring because you did a month's worth of work in two, three, four days a week before you left. It happens every single time. So why wouldn't you recognize this and build it into your productivity strategy? Build in deadlines at least for a year. Build in more. Now, if you're struggling with what to focus on in Q4, let me give you some, you know, let me give you some more advice. If you do not have your top 100 built and organized, start there. 
or pick up there and commit to adding five to seven relationships to your database over the course of the next 90 days. Okay. If you do that same goal over the next four quarters, that means you're going to have 25 new relationships that you're managing. Mathematically, there is no way that your business will not grow. There's no way that your business will not grow. Okay. It's just numbers, right? It's simple. It's an easy to understand strategy, right? Chunk down into these quarterly goals. I got another question last week, Jim, how many goals can I have in a quarter? And my suggestion is keep it to two or under. I think in the book, he says, um, Brian Moran says you can do up to three, but I like the number two. Um, why? Because I have one personal goal and I have one professional goal every quarter. Um, so keep it to two. If you need three or better yet, keep it to one major goal that it, that will really move your life and business forward. So what is the downside to reprogramming yourself from annual goals to quarterly goals? What's the downside? I always, when I, when I look at anything, I look at what is the downside? And I couldn't find any other than, you know, you're breaking away from industry and societal norms, which, you know, kind of looks at annual type goals in our industry, right? We, everything is based on annual production. Okay. And that's how you're going to be recognized. I get it on a, on an annualized basis. But if you could break those goals into quarterly, there's just really is no downside. It, it just, it comes down to changing your mindset. So all I know is that I personally respond to deadlines. So I choose to give myself these four deadlines a year instead of one. So join me in wrapping up Q3 this week and recommit to an amazingly productive Q4 ending 2021 in a really strong fashion. Thank you, team. Have a happy and productive week. Talk to you next week.